When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud out, what do you got? Cappy, I know you were gone, you know, those three, four days, whatever. Um, but we gave Morales a lot of grief for doing the dipping because we found out he dips when he dips. was in the studio. When dips. I dip, I dip, you dip. When we dip, you dip, we dip. <laughs> right, that's exactly the kind of dipping that I was thinking about. Are you talking about like Copenhagen or Skoll? Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Ugh. Exactly. That's Ugh. what we all did in the studio. We all, we gave him a lot of grief. I know this is not similar, but it's still really bad for you. So the FDA orders all Juul electric cigarettes removed from the U.S. markets. So they will no longer be able to be sold, which I'm all good for because I feel like a lot of kids were doing that because it kind of seems cool. I'm, I'm not a big smoker person, so. Yeah, but I have a question. vape though. too, and that's yeah. bad too. But I have a, really but I have a question too. though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, is the Juul a brand of vaping device or do, do, does the FDA mean that they're banning all like e-cigarettes? Cause I like literally everywhere I go, I, I see people, I, I see people sucking on, on vapes. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they're like big. They're like, I'm like, is that a cucumber? It's like, no, it's a vape pen. No. And I'm like, and yeah. I'm like, what, what, what is, what's in that? And somebody will say to me, like, it's like tobacco. And I'm like, wait, you're smoking a vape thing. That's tobacco. It's not cannabis. And they're like, yeah, no, it's tobacco. I'm like, ugh, what a waste yeah. of smoking. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. My brother picked up the habit like literally last year or during the pandemic. I'm like, bro, really? You're like 30 years old, never done it. And all of a sudden you pick that up. So I'm trying to help him kick that. <laughs> and then the boo does vape because he gave up cigarettes. So it's like his alternative. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan. So I'm all for like killing all that. But it is just the Jewel Electric Cigarette. So, so if if somebody were a cigarette smoker, mm-hmm. would that be a deal breaker in a relationship for you? It was like the only guy I've ever dated who was a cigarette smoker. I literally went on a date with a guy maybe two weeks before meeting my boyfriend, and I was like, "Yeah, dude, it's a deal breaker." He's like, "Are you serious?" And he got all weird and stuff, and I was like, "Yeah," but with the boo, it was like because he, I would have never known if he wouldn't have told me. He never smelled like cigarettes. He. Like, he's very, very big on hygiene, so you would have never known. So the vaping is not a deal breaker, smoking not, cigarettes, deal breaker. Yeah, I mean, I don't love it, and he knows I don't love it, but he's also a big cigar guy. He's, like, Ugh. super stoked to, to meet Chris because he's, like, he knows. He knows what's up. But, yeah. Dude, but I'll tell you right now, uh, dipping tobacco, yeah. Copenhagen or Skoll, it is the grossest habit, and there are a lot of guys out there right now that are going, bro, I dip Copenhagen. Okay. You ever see the guy in a restaurant who asks the waitress, hey, do you have a plastic cup and a paper napkin, please? And they're spitting their juice in a cup in a restaurant. It's, like, disgusting. Like, it, let me tell you something. Of all the nasty habits, dipping is probably the most disgusting. Um, yeah. I, I, I've never done it. No interest, Mm-mm. like zero. Mm-mm. Yeah. Gross. Um, anyway, that is what you need to know brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa.
uh, good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Hey, real quick, let me just give you just like a quick update on who's been drafted, just so you know. So we talked about Paolo Bancaro being the number one overall pick. He was kind of a, a little bit of a surprise, although Vegas had him as the favorite by the time it all rolled over. Uh, Chet Holmgren went number two uh, to Oklahoma City. Bancaro obviously won to Orlando. Uh, the Rockets took Jabari Smith from Auburn. Sacramento, a bit of a surprise, took Keegan Murray from Iowa instead of Jaden Ivey, who uh, is the kid from Purdue, uh, whose mom was a star at Notre Dame. Uh, he went to the Pistons at number five. Indiana Pacers took Benedict Matherin uh, at six. Portland Trailblazers took uh, Shadon Sharp at seven. And uh, eight, New Orleans, Dyson Daniels, the kid from Australia who played for the G League uh, Ignite team. And then, who did San Antonio take? They took, oh, Jeremy Sochan from uh, Baylor. And now the Wizards have selected Johnny Davis from Wisconsin. That'll catch you up. All right, so, Cappy, Yo. real quick. Hmm. Uh, we were talking a lot about Kyrie earlier. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because he's got a list now. Woj reported there's a list for Kyrie. And it's the Lakers and the Clippers and the Knicks and the Heat and the Mavericks, and the Sixers. Those would be teams he'd be willing to do a sign-and-trade with. Now, those teams, most of them don't have the ability to do sign-and-trades. Um, I mean, some of – actually, they all do in theory. It's just how realistic is it? Like, who are you signing and trading to Brooklyn for uh, the Lakers? Like, LeBron or Anthony Davis? No. I mean, I know people are going to say Russ, but are you willing to part with those two first-round picks? Because if I'm Brooklyn, that's absolutely what I'm asking for. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll take Russ for a year or whatever it is, but you got to give me those two picks. Um, and then it's also led to you being annoyed by Kevin Durant and the reporting that we talked about yesterday that you got annoyed with and now has only been verified that Kevin Durant would be like, all right, peace out, Brooklyn. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a new situation. So there's a lot of movement today beyond just – Who's actually being drafted by what teams? You know, I love the reporting on the Kevin Durant story. Um, the, the reporting goes like this. Um, Kevin Durant is monitoring the Kyrie situation. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, we're all kind of monitoring the Kyrie situation. I mean, we? it's really the thing that's I mean, the draft is most important tonight. And I kind of feel bad that that was the lead story everywhere for these kids. But, I mean, you know, it kind of happened. It's it's not the first time it's happened in the NBA, and it's certainly not the first time it's happened in sports. Didn't Tom Brady hijack the draft the other a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago? Was it so. uh, when he made his return? Right, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's just, you know, it happens. So. I just think it's funny. Like, the report is he's mon- – he, Kevin Durant, he's monitoring the situation. Yeah. So, so what exactly is the report? Um, you know, the report is is that he's got his eye on Kyrie and he's got his eye on Brooklyn and he's trying to figure out what he wants to. Yeah, but what's what's the story here? The story is if Kyrie's out, he's out, bro. Yeah, and and I'm looking at it going, yeah, he's monitoring it. We're monitoring it. The whole basketball world is monitoring the same story. So I don't really see what the story is. The story is if Kyrie's out, he's out. That's the story. Okay, great. Okay. Great. And let me tell you something mm-hmm. about Kyrie. Yeah, what about him? Now, the Lakers don't have a ton of ammo to get him, although he has threatened to take the six-and-a-half taxpayer mid-level exemption. Which He's I don't, threatened to? He's, I mean, allegedly, according to reports. So, but if you're the Lakers, yeah, we've talked about this. You don't have a lot of options here, okay? Like, last summer was a disaster. And, yeah, you've kind of put yourself in a position where you're going to have to kind of perhaps make a deal with someone who is unpredictable, potentially, <laughs> to 
bring some stability to your team. I know that sounds completely diametrically that opposed. doesn't but, seem to make but, any sense at all. You're, but, you're bringing on somebody unpredictable to secure your team. Right. But his talent is what secures your team. And what I'm saying is this. This is the state of the Lakers that they've put themselves in. You know, I think this is all going to shake out, though, George. I'm looking now into my crystal ball. Yeah. We, were t- we were talking earlier today about tarot readers, right? Yeah. These tarot card readers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are they for real? Or are they full of crap, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking into my crystal ball. Yeah. And here's how I see it all shaking out. How do you see it, Cappy? I see Kevin Durant going back to Brooklyn. Yeah. I see Kyrie going back to Brooklyn. Wow. And I see the Lakers still with Russell Westbrook when the season tips off. In other okay. words, okay. When, I, when I look into the future, okay. all these moving parts. Yeah. I ultimately think everybody goes back to where they are. But what if I told you yeah. that the Lakers' worst nightmare is that the Clippers have tons of ammunition to get Kyrie or Kevin Durant, for that matter? Wait a second. Now Kevin Durant is going to join Kawhi and Paul George. He's going to go well, join Well, he may not team. join Paul George in that scenario. Oh, he might be gone, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you want? Hey, by the way, you want to hear something funny? So my daughter was telling me the other day, yeah. she was on the beach, and um, her and her friends, they're like, hey, there's Paul George. And I'm like, well, how the hell would you know who Paul George is? And she's like, well, I didn't know, but the guys all knew. And so I guess the kids, like, walked up on him. <laughs> I'm like, hey, dude, what's up, man? Can we get a selfie? And Paul George's like, yo, man, get lost. Get out of here. Out no here way. on the beach. Out here on the beach trying to have a nice time. Get out of here, kid. I was like, and that's what I said. I was like, no way. He did? Really? That's funny. Yeah, I thought so, too. So, look, I mean. Hey, man, you know, you got to pick and choose. Now, were they, at, like, at the beach, like, what kind of beach event was it? It was just, like, a daytime beach yeah, thing? Yeah, it was like, yeah, I, listen, I get all the details, like, who was he with and blah, blah, blah. But I guess the kids walked up to him and asked him for selfie and told him to get lost. <laughs> That's funny. So, look, is Kyrie Irving, you're, you're telling me now. But what that- I'm saying is that the Clippers have more ammunition than the Lakers to get one of those two guys if they become available. Are you saying then that the Lakers, knowing this, would feel this immense pressure to not just get one? Well, let's just stick with Kyrie for this moment. Right. They would have an immense amount of pressure to move those picks because that's probably what gets it done. Because not only do they need to get better, but they also need to keep the Clippers from getting better. They Not only do they need to get better, they have championship expectations. Like, you have LeBron James on your roster, okay? You have to try to win a championship at all costs, Okay. That's why he liked that, or, you know, he loved um, Les Snead's F Them Pick shirt, okay? Because at all costs, okay? That's what happens when you get in the LeBron James business. You have to do it at all costs. Yeah. And, yes, mm. in addition, in addition, little brother could be in position to get either of the two guys because they've got plenty of ammunition. Gosh, do I really, if I'm the Lakers... Do I really, really want to mortgage my future on a guy who I know going in has been just a terrible what are your, Okay, here's what I would say to you and Bill Plaschke, because that's basically his position, too. Oh, yeah? What's, oh, wait a second. Me and Plaschke are on the same page on this? Yeah. All right, I'm going the opposite direction. Yeah, I was just going to say, what's your other option? Well, your other Write option. Write it out with Russ? Well, your other option is you got rid of a coach because that coach could not get Russ to be what Russ has been. And so now you've hired a coach that you think can get the most out of him. And this is a big if. If you can get Russ back to who he was before he became a Laker, and if you can find a way in an X's and O's world to get him to play team ball, 
and you can get Anthony Davis and LeBron healthy all season long, then you take your chances. That's the position. You say that's the position the Lakers have put themselves in, that they're so desperate that they could be talking about Kyrie? The Lakers have put themselves in a position where they may be stuck with what they've got, and they got to make the most of it. Yeah, but I don't think that the most of it is a, has a tremendously high ceiling. LeBron, you hearing this, man? I'm just being honest. LeBron, are you hearing this? I don't think it has a championship ceiling. LeBron, I'm talking to you, LeBron. Are you hearing what my man George Sedano is saying? Am I supposed to be LeBron in this? Are you no, no, I'm, I'm speaking oh. legitimately out there to LeBron, who's driving around in his car right now, and he's probably tuning in, probably using the app. I don't think he's listening on AM radio. I'm thinking he's more of an app guy. Yeah, maybe. But I think that LeBron, are you hearing this? This man is doubting you, LeBron. I'm just saying that if this is the current, if, if, if this is the, the roster, you know, it's Russ and just, you know, whatever else they can do on the margins. I don't know if they're winning a championship, man. Dude, like, I don't, don't think you, so. Didn't, didn't you see LeBron's, you know, you saw his Instagram post I, I the other it, day. That, but, that Anthony Davis is going to remind everybody of who he was. Okay. Well, I, I, I believe, and I, I have, I'm not like doubting Anthony Davis's skills. Like I'm not doing that. Uh, you know, if he could be healthy, like, I don't think there's an issue there. I just worry about the rust fit. I have been out on that since game eight of last season, as you remember. So. I think it was game nine. You keep saying game eight, but I was tracking this, and I think it was game nine. Okay, Laura says we got to wrap. Oh, we do? Yeah. That's too bad. <laughs> Stupid. No, at least we got more time in the show. We got a lot more to talk about. We do. Uh, coming up next, the Rams. Oh, man, there's a lot of Rams news that we need to get to. Oh, and I never got to ask you about the Raiders in this potential situation they're in. Let me get to all that. Let's do some football next. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Oh, Carly Rae Jepsen. Was this like the, the day it like turned number one or something? This is the day it came out. Oh, wow. This song stuck in everyone's head. For an entire year, if you yeah. love this song, I still love this song. Uh, of course, that you do. was the song in the summer back then. Yeah. yeah, and I'm really glad you're playing it right now, Laura, because earlier you played "Summertime" by Will Smith, mm-hmm. and I had to really fight myself not to <laughs> sing that song. And then that song got stuck in my head. And now that you're playing this song, now this song will replace "Summertime," and I won't have Will Smith on my mind anymore. So thank you. You're welcome. See, I got you, Cap. Appreciate. I could you. see you singing this in your car. Oh, totally jamming this, and I'll mm-hmm. tell you the other song that I sing. That I should be embarrassed to tell you that I sing, but oh I'm God. not going to be embarrassed. You ready what for this? It? Yeah, go ahead. Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. Oh, I got that one to hold up, Cappy. That's a great you. song. That's that. a good song, though. You shouldn't love be that song. It's an earworm. Like, it'll get stuck in your head forever. Yeah, why? I but that's a good love song. love that song. That's like just one of those songs that when you're a dad and you got daughters, that song comes on a lot, and then you start really getting into it, and then you're, like, jamming on it, and then you're impressing everybody how you love this song. Right, it's a party in the USA. Like, who's that chick that's rocking kicks? 
Yeah. Damn, I this don't know definitely what this is, in the is a Nashville though. party. Sounds like it's playing it off the eight track or something. This one's better. Love this song. Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go, Cappy. Come on. Everything's so crazy. Yeah, clearly. Everybody not, seems yeah. so famous. Yeah, I'm just, I mean, I'm just, I got to get it back, George. I need a few Come on, reps. Cap. We, you got this. I yeah. believe in you. Come on. Let me, let me, I hold on. I believe in you. Hold on. Step off. Here we go. And the Jay Z song was on. Yeah, I mean, I'll sing this in my car. Yeah. Come on. Hands up. You're playing my song. The butterflies fly away. Not in my head like, yeah. Moving my hips like, yeah. Come yeah, on, dude. This is a great song. It is a good song. We said that. You were the Love one that said song. you were embarrassed by it. Miley, you coming to the Mandy's? Probably not, Cap. Hey, Probably Miley, not. If, you are, if you're not coming to the Mandy's and you want entrance into the VIP after party that is completely sold out, I wish I could help everybody. I could, there's nothing I can do. But for Miley Cyrus... You text me when you get there. I'll come to the door. I'll talk to security. I'll get you in. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm glad you were able to do that. What, did you? Is that stand? That offer still stand for LeBron, who you threw out there a couple weeks ago? LeBron, if you want to come to the Mandy's, I'll find you a ticket. I'll give you my ticket. LeBron, if you don't want to come to the Mandy's, but you just want to hang out with me, television's Clinton Yates, the woman that he loves, Beto Duran. You want to come hang out with us in the after party? We'll make it happen. Same for you, coach. Bring it. George, you know, the first award at the Mandy's tomorrow night is the fill-in host of the year, and I know you wanted to talk about the Rams, but before we do, Mm -hmm. who do you got for the fill-in host of the year? Oh, it's going to be Michael. I think Michael should be ineligible to win. Because he's not showing up? Correct. Correct. But neither's Ramona. Okay, she should be ineligible as well. Well, she's, she's, had, had, a, she's had a baby. All right, maybe I can make an exception for that. Okay. Michael, though. just one, though. So, you know, he's still partying with his son. Yeah. Michael, though, no excuse. Come on, man. Well, he was planning to be in the Bahamas anyway. Mm-hmm. He said that months ago. Right. But now he says he's not going to be in the Bahamas. Well, that's because Clay won, so he changed his plans. Right. I mean, his son just won a championship. They're going on a family vacation. Good for them. That's awesome. Yeah, give him a break. Well, So what do you have against Michael? No, I have nothing against Michael. I love Michael, but I feel like the fill-in host of the year... Needs to be there? No, I just... I, more than anything, I feel like Michael's not really a fill-in host. I feel like he's like a part of the Mason and Ireland show. I feel he, like fill-in hosts are like Beto, Clinton, Ramona, uh, DeMarco. But Michael has filled in on, on some shows. Fair enough. On he Mason has. and Ireland. Yeah. He has. He has. I don't know. I mean, so you got He's Michael so nice. in a in a runaway, Michael. I mean, at the end of the day, Cap. Yeah. It's a popularity contest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's based on <laughs> a couple thousand people that voted online, you know, right. and like it's going to be Michael. We're going to have fun. It's going to be a great time. But don't get yeah. too, you know, don't get too worked up one way or the other about the results of the votes. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Can you just relax a little? Yeah, bit? Yeah, I'm not really that worried about it. But okay, um, you said you were, you sound, so yeah. you know, no, it's just you with you the sound worked host. up. I got to be. Why are you so worked up? What about Man of the People? Who you guys? Who you guys think is going to so win? Why are you so worked up? Man of the People. So, um, I Keyshawn. think you're going to win that cap. Keyshawn's going to win. Because, I, well, yeah. you know that Travis the other day was or actually, Travis. Tra- and I don't yeah. think Travis is going to win. I think Cap has a better chance than Travis. Why is that? Yeah. What did Travis do? 
Well, the other day on his show, he was talking about it, and he said that he feels like he's, to me, the Man of the People Award is more like the guy that everyone can relate to. And as much as, like, I know Keyshawn's very active in, you know, the community and stuff like that, I feel like you're the guy that people can relate to. So I think it's it's open to interpretation. Mm. I, I actually would. do think Trav has a shot, just because Well, yeah, he has a said. shot. Yeah, he has a shot, for I sure. Think, but I think okay. that the other day um, I was listening to Travis and Sliwa, and Travis was saying, like, well, you know, I just think that, you know, I think I'm a better, I'm, he, I don't know, he's like campaigning for himself and a caller called in and he said, well, I think that you're a better, you're a better fit for man of the people, Travis. I think you're going to win because Kaplan is too forced and fake. Yeah, I can see Travis. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You like said like, Hey, I'm, I agree by the way. That you'll win producer of the year, so I don't think there's anything. Although wrong with Travis, Travis was, is this because Travis was uh, vouching for Bergman as producer of the year? Oh, earlier? I did not hear that part. Some oh no, I, I'm just saying. I I I don't know what Travis didn't really say anything either way, but he brought it up, and somebody called in and said yeah. they thought that you were you were phony and that you tried too hard to get people to like you and stuff. And I was just like, man, like I said, I told Morales, I said I feel like a lot of these awards have like created like a little vitriol between people, and I don't think I like it. Yeah, really. Who, who I don't, said really, that? He, he thinks Cap's phony. Phony. Yeah, it was a caller. Really? You know, of course, everyone's callers on their own shows are going to call in and like endorse them. You well, know, whoever, not necessarily. Whoever we had is. that guy call in and tell me he used to hate me all the time. Earlier. True, true. Whoever that Teddy caller Ray is Ken. that called me yeah. phony, though, I want you well, to come up to me Theodore. at the Mandy's. I want you to find me at the Mandy's. Let's talk this out. <laughs> phony. So, you know, you want to bring you want him to bring it in in a big way, in a big way. <laughs> yeah. Like Mason today, because I covered the last hour of that show. Yeah. You know, they were like, oh, who do you who would you be really upset if you lost to for host of the year? And the only one that came up was Sedano. Yeah, he he, he, he was like, he, I don't care, I don't care if I lose to you, Ireland. I don't even care if I lose to like Travis or Sleep. But I'm not winning that award, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, God, I hope you was, win that award. He's and that's what Ireland said. He's like, man, if I would have known that Mason would have been so mad, I would have campaigned for Sedano so right. hard. Right, I really want <laughs> you to win that only, award. It's only you that he. Would if be I would have known, first of all, if I would have known that he would have been that mad, I would have campaigned for myself. Just <laughs> seriously, I mean, I want joke. you to win. I want you to win Host of the Year. Not because I think you deserve it. Not because I'm rooting no, for you. No, just because we would have pissed Steve Correct. Mason off. Right. It's, it's simply yeah. just to get under Steve Mason's skin. Yeah. Which I don't really care to do. It's just that he's gone on the air so much saying how badly he wants to win this. And Laura's right. The only one that he like, would be upset about is you. You know, he kind of had this whole thing. Oh, Slee would be great. You know, and oh, Trav, you know, he deserves it. Even Cappy, I could deal with. But if Shadano wins it, it's going to really upset him. So well, because you know he's why. campaigned. There's, there, you know. Yeah, there used to be an alliance. The I mean, alliance. there's still kind of an alliance. Mm-hmm. But there's no longer really a, a formal alliance anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, there you know? was a beef. and, and, and Well, there was of- a beef, but then there was the alliance. And the alliance was strong. And somewhere along the line, the alliance, uh, you know, can- just kind of go your own ways. You know? What do you guys think about beef of we the year? We didn't renew the treaty, you know? There's beef of the year? Yeah, there's a beef of the year. There is? I didn't, yeah. know. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did you get this? Well, that I has to be that. Ireland and Sleewa. Right? Yeah, exactly. Ireland right. and Sleewa. Right. I think 100%. that's, I think that. How about best look? You know, there's this, a lot of uh, competition out there for best who's, look. Okay, but who's eligible for that? So like, I think Sedano, it's. No, it's, it's, it's um, Sedano's. Turtleneck, oh, Cap Sunday, Cap Sunday Swagger. Uh, what's the other one? Michael, Michael Zubaz. Zubaz and and Mason's hair. Which Michael's gonna win? Because again, yeah, it's Michael. Michael's gonna win. Yeah. Man, I'm gonna present that away with Clinton, and we're not gonna give it to nobody because Michael ain't going. 
See, right. this is what I'm telling hey, you guys. I'll I'm take sure it they, home, have, they have a pre-recorded thing. If you, I'm, I'm sure, That's you know, true. or they're like, well, now we're gonna join them live uh, on remote. Via FaceTime, yeah, right. and blah blah blah. <laughs> we can zoom with them. We can zoom with Michael. <laughs> He's so bad with technology. <laughs> so George, it would be feel... funny That's if you true. FaceTime Michael and all of a sudden you see just like his ear for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you feel confident, George, that you are going to win "Pain in the Ass" of the year. I mean, probably, you know, because, I mean, it's just kind of the M.O., you know what I mean? So it's it's fine. Like, that's I'm accepting of that because I know that's who I am. If you don't if you don't win this award, OK, it, it, honestly, if I don't, that's cool, too. Like, no, I, no, but but you you should. No, win no, it. I should because I am the biggest pain in the ass. But, you but see, you, because you I'm the something. biggest pain in the ass, they shouldn't give it to me. That'd be a funnier okay. joke. No, no. But you said something yesterday that if you weren't like already declared the winner, I would go in today and I would change the trophy and I would put you in as the winner. When you said yesterday that you're a pain in the ass, ahem, by design? Yeah. By design. Not like I'm unintentionally. I don't mean to be a pain in the ass. I just happen to be. I don't. I'm, it's oh, no, not I like spirit. being a pain in the ass. Right. When you said by design, yeah, you automatically win that award for me. Okay. Well, it is. It's by design. So I hope that you win this award. If I do, it's cool. If I don't, that's fine, too. But they I mean, also but who, said it could be a show. Like, I heard the promo, right? It could be a person or an entire show. Right, it show. could be a whole show. It could be the whole station. So I wonder if, like, if it, out of all the shows... Oh, if it's all the shows, it's us. It's us, yeah. yeah even Because now, <laughs> at like that point, awesome. at that point, I contribute to being a pain. Even you, Lindsay and Laura, yeah, you two, Laura. You two have said. had your... We're all, listen, we're yeah. all a little high-maintenance. It's okay. We literally, I literally said that. I was like, oh, snap. If it's a whole show, it's our show. It's definitely us. <laughs> I said the exact same thing. I was like, oh, snap. Yeah. I did the same thing. I said, you snap did not as well. say, oh, I did snap. so. I did said, oh, snap. Really? Hell so yeah, I did. Crap. I did say, oh, snap. All right, bro. Was <laughs> crack a lacking. Oh, God, no. All right, we got to go to break. We didn't talk about the Rams thing. We'll do that at 640. And, uh, but we got big deal or no deal next. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Thanks, Christopher. All right, Lindsay, you take it away now. Thanks, Sedano. Thanks, Christopher. I just like doing that. All right, so this is a big story in the sports world, but maybe not so much here, but want to get your guys' take on it. Arch Manning, he's heading to Texas. Oh, yeah. The five-star quarterback tweeted Thursday that he was verbally committing to the Longhorns. Manning, of course, is the nephew of Peyton and Eli Manning, and he is the top-rated recruit in the high school class of 2023, according to Rivals. Manning's commitment to Texas is a huge win for the Longhorns because now everyone's saying Texas is back, even though I'll believe it when I see it. Um, you know, and of course, Steve Sarkisian. 
and some are even calling it the most important football commitment of the modern recruiting era. Do you think it's a big deal or no deal? Sedano. Oh, it's a big deal. Um, he's Cooper's son, I believe, right? And um, yeah, He's the older the brother's oldest, son. Yeah, right. yeah. The oldest bro. Um, and everyone says this kid is the truth, that he's, he's, he's really, really good, that he's a chip off the old block, let's call it. And, uh, yeah, so I, I get it. And if you're Steve Sarkeesian, you needed something because it felt like your tenure at Texas was going to be short. This may extend it if you at least get some wins because this guy is as talented as uh, everyone anticipates him to be. I'm going to go in the opposite direction here, and I'm going to say no deal. I'm going to explain why. So as this kid, the, the, the Manning kid, goes to Texas, they also had the guy who was the number one high school quarterback recruit in the country last year transfer to Texas. Now, I'm just, listen, I don't know all this stuff intimately. I was reading about it earlier. Here's why I'm saying it's not a big deal. Because you know how kids go to school now, George? Here's what they think. Well, I'm going to go to Texas, and if things don't go my way... I'll just go somewhere else. Right, I'll leave. And and by the way, if things do go my way, then somebody may offer me more money, and I'll go somewhere else. So like, you may be thinking to yourself, why would the Manning kid go to Texas when they have the number one high school quarterback from the year before? And the answer is because he is not really committed to Texas other than just yeah, but, one year. But, but Peyton, uh, I mean, uh, the, the Manning kid isn't going anywhere. He may not be, but what I'm saying is is that he could choose to. He could, if, but yeah, I get what you're saying, but if I'm the kid who just transferred to Texas, I'm probably looking to transfer elsewhere. When I was going to college, George... Now, my, by the way, the Manning yeah. kid may not play year one, so maybe he'll play right away, and it's his chance because he, he you know, I, I don't know if he's a third-year guy or a second-year guy, but the chance is that you know he plays well enough, and if he's been there three years or been in college three years, he can get drafted. Look, all I'm going to say is this. When I was going to school, like when I was making a commitment, I was thinking to myself, wow, like this is going to be my team. This is going to be my school. I'm going to graduate right, from here. It's not the case anymore. Right, right. now, you, when you go to college, if you're a big-time high school star, yeah. you go to the place where you can make the most money at first, and if things don't go your way, you'll leave and go somewhere else, or you'll find somebody that will pay you more money. I mean, that. College football players have to be thinking as one-year free agents every single year. Sure. Why not? All right, what's next? Plus, then? it's a verbal commitment. He can always change his mind. That's true. He hasn't signed his letter yet. Yeah. All right, so four paragraphs into GQ's new Brad Pitt cover story, the Oscar-winning superstar said that he is eyeing the end of his career. He said, quote, I consider myself on my last leg. This last semester or trimester, what is this section going to be? And how do I want to design that? So... I read most of this. I didn't completely finish it, but I read most of the, the GQ profile, and it was super interesting, and he had a lot of like personal revelations, and I encourage people to read it. But do you guys think that Brad Pitt saying that he's at the end of his career is a big deal or no deal, Sedano? Yeah, big deal. Um, I mean, he's one of the more um, well-known actors ever, right? Like, uh, certainly of this generation. So, yeah, if he's calling it quits, that's a big deal. I'm going to go in the opposite direction again, and I'm going to say no deal. And the reason I'm saying that is because I haven't read the article yet, but the way you read it, Lindsay, was Brad Pitt is saying, the, the way you quoted it was he's in the last semester or trimester yeah, of said, his career. He said, I consider myself on my last leg when they were like, so like, what what, what are your plans for like the How next phase of your career? Yeah. And he yeah. says he's on the last leg. So 
to your point, Cappy, I feel like maybe it's not that big of a deal because maybe, you know, this last leg could last 20 years. Well, that's years. just it, right? Like, if he's in the last trimester and he's had, let's just call it 30 years, and he thinks he's got like 10 or 12 more, I mean, that's pretty good. But you see, the thing about actors like that, especially yeah, 10 really, or 12 years flies, bro. Listen, no doubt, but, but good looking guys like Brad Pitt will, he'll get good looking as he'll get older. And when you think about guys like Robert Redford or Clint Eastwood, I mean, these guys, they keep going on and on and on. So I don't know what Brad Pitt is, is talking about because it'll be his choice if he wants to stop working. Yeah, but, and I think that's what he's telling you. I got one more trimester in me. Well, how old do you think Brad Pitt is? Brad uh, Pitt has got to be like 50 years old, I would say. Oh, I think he's, he's probably, older than I that. Would say, I would say Brad Pitt, if I had to guess. I'll say 52. I'm going to say older. No, you know what? You're right, Cappy. I would say closer to 60. Yeah, me too. I think so too. So if he, so what I'm saying is, is that if the last trimester takes him from, I don't know, mid 50s to mid 70s. He's 58. You're right, Cap. Yeah. You so I mean, yeah. So let's just say the last trimester takes him to 78 years old. Well, I don't know about that. That's 20 years, bro. Yeah, 20 years. Yeah, I don't think that's. The, I mean, that's not the right math. I don't know. Let's see. He's 58, and w- he's been acting for let's call it. 30 years, 30, let's just call it like 30. He's been acting since he was like 18, wasn't he, in Thelma and Louise, like when he was like 18, Yeah, but I don't think he was 18 when he did that. He was, he just looked young, but I think he was older than that. Let's just say he was, let's just call it 21 for argument's sake. Could he be acting for 40 years already? Almost, He's been acting since 1987. Yeah, so then the next trimester, if you have 40 years in, the trimester is 20 years. So that would make him 24 years old when he was, started acting. So that means... Yeah, that he's been acting for 33 years. So 11 more years. Okay, 11 more. 20. Yeah, 11. So 70, he's out. I don't believe That's a good run. 70? Yeah, why do you need more than 70? What a career. What a career that would be. Yeah. I mean, he's already had an incredible career. When's your last trimester, just out of curiosity? I would say I'm probably in it right now. Oh, okay. I'm probably at the very beginning of my last trimester. Right. You know? Beginning of the last trimester for me. So you're out in like 2032? What year is this? 2022? Yeah. Um, 2033, 2034, 2035, yeah. that, in that range. I, oh, okay. That kept extending. Well, yeah, because I'm, <laughs> I'm younger. I'm younger than Brad Pitt. By a few years, yes. No, no, no. Significantly. I mean, by like five or six years, right? Yeah, it's pretty significant. <laughs> I, I, guess. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, come on. I don't want to be 58 yet. Yeah. Do we have uh, any more, Lindsay, or is yeah, that it? Yeah, I am. Oh, yeah. All right, so a hostess was left stunned over the weekend after she denied singer Katy Perry a table at a cafe. She was stunned by what happened next. Oh, so okay. while in Australia with her partner, Orlando Bloom, Perry had requested a table from the hostess but was rebuffed when she told her there was none available. Initially, Perry argued with the hostess over the lack of tables, but then she later returned to the hostess stand to tip her generously for treating her like a, quote, normal person. She said, thanks. Thanks for treating me like a normal person. Here's some money. Didn't disclose how much, but she said it was very generous. Uh, Do you guys think that this interaction is a big deal or no deal, Cappy? I'm going to say no deal. Um, I think it's very sweet. I think it's very generous. And I think that um, instead of, like, kissing her butt and saying, oh, my God, Katy Perry's here. We don't have any tables, but we're going to make one for her. I think that them saying, hey, look, I'm so sorry. We just don't have any. By the way, I, I don't even know. Did, 
I don't know that the hostess is like, oh, my God, that's Katy Perry. I can't believe I can't get her a table. She said she didn't recognize her at first. Oh, yeah. So so I like that Katy Perry walked over to her and said, hey, here's a nice little gratuity. You have no idea who I am, but you just made me feel so normal. Here you go. So it's nice, but I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah, I would agree. I, I'm, I'm, we're like on the same page on this one. Like, I don't really have anything else to add. So. You know, one time, um, or that's one of the things that like LeBron appreciated about being back in, in Cleveland. I remember one time there's a story about how he was at Cracker Barrel and he went up to the hostess to have him put him on the list of tables, you know, like names for the tables. It was like a Sunday morning or whatever. And he said like nobody bothered him or anything. Obviously he, they didn't make him wait very long, but he just walked in there and put his name on the Cracker Barrel list just like everybody else does. And he always said that he appreciated that people treated him that way when he was out with his family. Who's more recognizable internationally? Katy Perry, or you mentioned that she's with her, her boo, Orlando Bloom. Who's more famous? Probably him. Because she she's also like, she wears like hats and sunglasses and stuff. I feel like she's always incognito when I see pictures of her from the paparazzi. So I could see how like he would be very recognizable. God, if I were at the hostess stand and Orlando Bloom came up and he's like, yo, can I get a table? I'm like, no, we got no tables. I wouldn't be like, yo, that's Orlando Bloom, because I, I would not know who he is. <laughs> Seriously. All right, that is big. No, I'm, I'm, trust me, I'm not surprised. In the I've not seen The Lord of the Rings. You'll have to excuse me. All right, that is Big Deal No Deal each and every day at 6.30. Coming up next, oh, the Rams. There's a lot of Rams news. We, have, uh, we haven't gotten to any of it. And, uh, you know, most of it is pretty cool stuff. So um, some but, of it you might George, shrug your shoulders at. I also need to say that what tomorrow at the Mandy's there's going to be uh-huh. a family feud session. And I'd like to practice a little bit, if you don't mind. We can do some family feud. You know we're okay. not on the same team, right? I do know this, but it's good for both you and I to practice, you know? Okay, yeah, we can do that. It's a long segment. Don't worry about it. We've got plenty of time to get all to right, all good. this stuff. All right, good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, trust me, you're okay. Okay? You okay? I'm good. Okay, you good? I'm very good. You sure? Very, very good. Can I break now? Go ahead. Okay, cool. Laura, go to break. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. What about this song, Cappy? Yeah, I like this song. I like these tunes. I like these uh, kids boppy kind of tunes. <laughs> kids boppy. Yeah, because, you know, like they have like the, the kids, kids bop. bop version, <laughs> you know, like where they take these kinds of pop songs and then they sing them for like kids and stuff. And I like all these sometimes songs. Sometimes the kids bop version, like they pick they pick certain songs. And I'm like, wow, they sing this song on kids bop. Like, forget you. Like, do you know what that song is really actually says? How about the one where it's like, if you ain't got no money, take your broke ass home. Oh. And they do that for Kids Bop. And yeah, I'm like, really? Funny. That's funny. Like, Boots with the Fur. I remember my nieces and nephew were singing. I was like, oh, my God, no. You guys do not know nothing about that. Tell you, my, one of my favorite Kids Bop songs is Umbrella, Ella, Ella, Umbrella, Ella, Ella, Hey, 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 Hey. I'm surprised you're not doing hey, hey, this hey, one. Hey, 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 What are you talking about? Umbrella, Ella, Ella. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, there you go. That's a little better, but I don't know what you were doing earlier. 
That was my umbrella kids bump is what I was doing. Mm. Umbrella. Ella. Ella. You got to do it like that. Like, That was you doing. Hey, hey, hey. 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 No, not like that. Okay, Fonzie. Yeah. Hey. Hey. I like all these songs. I like I'm all these pop like songs. It. Yeah. Cappy. Uh, all right, Cappy, real quick, before yeah, we do ahead. the family feud, here's the yeah. deal on the Rams. Yeah, let me hear uh, So, Lindsay, you found this thing, right, where they have um, an average $32.5 million starters, like per starter, basically based on the insane amounts of money that they have on their on their starting units. Yeah, and that's, I think it's in the top, it's the top three of like the most expensive. Yeah. Team teams with the the contracts of their starters, right? And they also have like what the like the fifth worst like future cap situation. But I don't think they care about that. They've had that for like the last four years. It feels like. Explain this to me one time though. You're saying the average starter on the Rams makes thirty two and a half million dollars. That doesn't seem right. Pro no, no. Football Focus on June twenty third, their National Analytics website where it listed thirty two and a half million deal from the Rams house in their top five. Their top five guys make thirty two and a half million dollars. Their top five starters. Oh, they're st- the most they're top- in the NFL. Okay, their top five starters. Okay, that makes yes. more sense. Okay, yeah. now I understand. Yeah, top five starters. Correct. Okay. Well, look, George. Here's the thing. You know, the Raiders many years ago, as they were trying to clean up their organization. They had so much money on the, you know, the dead money on the cap. You know, guys who are still being paid who aren't contributing, you know, who aren't even on the team anymore. Mm -hmm. And it really, I mean, it took a long time for the Raiders to come out from underneath that. And it's not like they've come out from underneath it and they've they've won a Super Bowl. But it took them years to get out from underneath this dead money. The Rams have found a way to keep kind of kicking it down the line, you know, to keep punting Mm -hmm. it away and we'll deal with it later on. And... I don't know if it automatically means that somewhere in the future, five years from now, the Rams roster is going to be completely screwed because of contracts that they did now. But if that were the case, if that, let me rephrase, if that becomes the case, they've already won their first Super Bowl. They did it in dramatic fashion in their home stadium. So check on that one. And if they win another one or even compete for another Super Bowl over the next three, four, five years, I hate to tell you, uh, the down cycle will have been worth it. Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. I don't think there's any issue with that. Like, I'm, I'm with you. Um, you wanted to ask him about the Raiders, too. I'm reminding you. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dominic and Sue is kind of flirting with the Raiders. You like Sue to the Raiders? I, I like do. Sue to the Raiders. I do. I love that. Because in Dominic and Sue, if you think about the history of the Raiders, and like, I'm putting this in quotes, bad guys, right? In Dominic and Sue, particularly when he was in Detroit, he was kind of an NFL bad guy. You know, he'd take cheap shots at people. He'd get fined for stuff. I don't know that he's a bad guy anymore. He kind of was almost a little invisible to me in Tampa. Um, and before that, well, he you know, almost he killed o- Matthew Stafford. What are you talking about? No, I'm in just saying. He, yeah, I'm just saying like he was invisible as in like he didn't do anything over the last couple of years that was so controversial like he did in Detroit stepping on somebody and getting fined for stuff. You're right. He did. He, he, he went after Matthew Stafford. He wanted a piece of him. But. I do love Indomic and Sue to the Raiders. He just he's he's an end of his career Raider kind of player. So I like mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. By the way, the Rams did announce that their training camp will open on July twenty third. July twenty third. Let me check my calendar on that. Yeah. July twenty third. Uh, by the way, speaking of which, the Raiders will open uh, July eighteenth. 
Raiders opening in Oxnard? Uh, it says oh, no, Henderson. No, 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 the Ra- no, no. Oh, no, the Raiders. I was talking about the Cowboys. Cowboys, you have a Cowboy update? on Cowboys in yeah. Oxnard, July 26th. Cowboys, Oxnard, July 26th. Rams, you say July 27th? 23rd. 23rd, thank you. Chargers, 20, uh, J- July 19th. Yeah, and Raiders, July that. 18th. Yeah, I don't need to know the Chargers. You better know. July it's be 23rd. A crazy division, that AFC West. July 23rd. I'm putting it on my calendar. Rams open camp. When's Summer League? Summer League is July 7th through the 17th. Okay, so, all right. Got it. All right. Are we going to get good. a Cappy Takes Vegas? For oh, summer league? Cappy, the NBA outsider would be funny in, in uh, summer league. I don't know if I can do summer league. It would be funny, a funny bit though to do it at summer league. It's too hot in Vegas during the summer. Okay. I love Vegas. It's, I'm in. I'm, I mean, I'm going there in two weeks anyway. So. You're in for the summer league. Mm-hmm. I'm going. Summer there league is a July great weekend. event. If you want to learn to like basketball, which you should, because you live, you know, you're doing a radio show in Los Angeles, um, you should go to a summer league. It's fun. Hey, let me look at this one more time. It would be fun, Cap. We could all go as a you know show because Saddam's going to be there anyway. I'm going to go and gamble, and then you can learn all about summer league and do some you fun can, social stuff. No, George tr- forced me to watch summer league last year on TV. You know, I did. I watched it. How about the 16th? What if we come in for the final weekend? What if we come in on the 15th? We do a sh- no, no. We can't do that. Sorry, can't, can't do that. We got the seven ten softball game yep. on the 15th. And yeah, it's exactly. My birthday. You guys I'm taking are out. it off. Oh, really? No, I'm just kidding. I always work on my birthday. How about we do 12, 13, 14? Maybe we do three days in Vegas, middle of the week. Let's do it. That's it. I mean, I'll be there probably. Yeah, he's going to be there anyway, so I'll be there. Can we stay in your hotel room? No. Oh. I get I get comp rooms from MGM, so. Oh, look at that. Baller, big, big baller, baller in the house. In fact, Hungarian if we go during heat. a week, I could probably get two of them, Cappy. Hey, baller in the house. Yeah. Big uh, baller. All right, do we play the family feud before we go? Because we only have three minutes. So. Yeah, I need a little practice. Harold, I got a couple of them for you guys. Let's start with this one. Uh, Name something that you often lose. Cap. Oh, I got one. What do you think, Cap? Oh, uh, your keys. That is the number one answer. 59. 59 people. So you got three left because there's four of them. Name something you often lose. Sedano, you got one? Yeah, your phone. Nope. Wait, wait, no, no. Just kidding. That is on the list. I'm sorry. It says iPhone. Okay. No, that works. Okay, so you got two of them. Two left. Okay, you ready for this one? Yes. Your wallet, Steve. Yeah, wallet. wallet was another one, yeah. Um, I don't know if we'll take it. It's money. That counts, right? Yeah, I yeah. guess that counts. Yeah, money, wallet. Yeah, okay. All right, George, we need you here. One more. This one's kind of tricky. Ooh, one more. Tricky, huh? Um, let me see. Something uh, you always or you often lose. Something. Oh, it's going to be some meta- meta- metaphorical bull crap. Um. Your virginity? Ooh. <laughs> no, good, but that's a good answer. Good answer. Yeah. Good, good answer. answer. Good answer. Yeah. So strike one. Cappy, okay. you got any ideas? Um, I'm going to say like a relationship, Steve, like a breakup of a relationship. I lose a girlfriend, a relationship. Nope, that's not it. Oh, that's terrible. Terrible answer. I'll give you a clue. Here's Can something. Yeah, yeah, Laura. All right. It's probably going to be the third X, but I'm going to do it anyways. Time? Nope. Oh, oh right. lose time. I would argue that Cappy loses his every day. Mind? Yep, that's it. Damn it. Oh, your mind. Oh, yeah, see? I knew it was like something meta. Uh, yeah, darn it. All right. I said that instead of time because I was also on my mind. See, that's pretty good, though. We need the reps because tomorrow during the Mandy's, there is a big family feud session. Yeah. And yeah, George, they've broken us up. I think it is um, you, Mason, Mason. Sle- uh, no, Travis. Travis. Yeah. 
You guys you, are going to lose having me because I'm like really good at that. Yeah. All right, we have a minute left. All right, let's do it. Name something you dress up as for Halloween. One, six of them. Okay. So, Donald, you go first. A superhero? Yes, that's the number three answer. Good job. Yeah. Okay. Ghost. Yes, number two answer. Number one answer still on the Witch. board. Which? Number one answer. Got nice, it. Laura. Very good. All right, you got three left. Uh, on, doctor. No. Gabby? That one's usually comfortable, so that's why people wear that. Mm-hmm. Um, an animal, Steve. No. Nurse. No. What is it? Vampire. Uh, oh. Pirate. And pirate. princess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, princess. Yeah. I would never have gotten that. Or pirate. Pirate and, and yeah, pirate that's a good is, one. I've vampire. been a pirate like three times yeah, for yeah. Halloween. That, that's, a, that's a normal one. Cappy, weren't you just a pirate just a couple years ago with Rachel? No, I don't think I was a pirate. I think I was some kind of like wannabe I bet you on your hero. Instagram it's somewhere and you're a pirate. You think so? Really? Yeah, yeah you yeah. did. She did made I? you do couples one. Did I do a pirate one year? Yeah. 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 Mm. All right. We're done here. Tomorrow, Mandy's. We'll see you then. Great job, Cappy. Great job. Lindsay and Laura, we'll talk to you mañana. See ya.